0: Good afternoon. Uh, my name's Adam Mutluwer uh, from the Office of Public Information Communication at the IAEA. I'm joined here this afternoon by Ihan Evrensel, Communication Advisor for the Department of Nuclear Energy. Ihan's uh, kindly offered to speak with me regarding uh, nuclear energy and answer some of my questions that I've put forward to him. Um, firstly, Ihan, um, I would just like to ask you, what are the benefits of nuclear power for states and why would a state embark upon a nuclear power program?
1: Um, the benefit of nuclear power is just to have a stable base load electricity production source for the countries. Um, it has benefits and it has disadvantages, basically countries need to, uh, need to figure this out for themselves. There are three reasons that we hear very often from them. One of them is energy security. They want to secure their energy supply, both in terms of external sources, as well as a baseload stable electricity supply for their industries. The second reason is uh, what we hear from the states is the volatile fuel prices, especially the fossil fuel prices. Um, they go up, they go down, whereas nuclear power has uh, a very interesting feature that the price spikes in the raw material, in the uranium, is, is translated into the final price for the producer in a very, very small amount and over a very, very long term. And the third option is also the climate change. One thing that many people do not see is that the hydro power, nuclear power and the wind – have the lowest carbon emissions of all the energy sources.
0: And if, a, if a, a state decides to embark upon a nuclear power program for one of the reasons that you just uh, mentioned, um, what needs to be considered by the state?
1: The first thing we tell the interested member states is, are you really sure you want to go this way? Because this is a commitment of at least 100 years. And then they look at us, why 100 years? Well, we add up the... The calculation, so many years you need for making a good decision, so many years for you need for the construction, so many years you need for the operation of the plant. And then decommissioning the plant, you add this up and it's more than 100 years. Add to that the responsibility of handling the radioactive waste. But once the countries decide, we help them to do it in a safe way, in a secure way, in a responsible way, and in a sustainable way. And we have set up a few years ago, uh, 19 key issues that we think the countries must look into very seriously. These range from governmental support to stakeholder involvement. Did you talk to your constituencies? Do you have the supporting electricity grid? Do you have the other infrastructure, the roads, the bridges, train system, the electricity system? Is this good enough? And we are free advisors to the member states to do this responsibly.
0: You kind of answered my next question there regarding how the IAEA can help uh, uh, member states who embark on nuclear power programs. I also wanted to know... With nuclear power, there are risks, as, as, everyone, as all everyone knows. Um, what can be done to mitigate and avoid these risks in the use of nuclear power?
1: All technologies have risks, but what we do is the IAEA in Vienna is the international hub of, of cooperation. But not only that the member states come here to cooperate, but they also give us, the secretariat, the mandate to issue standards. So just like the standards on car industry in a particular country, we issue international standards on radiation protection, on nuclear power plants, on safety. We issue guidance on security. Uh, We share the experiences on technology development. We look into new technologies. Okay, we don't build up new power plants ourselves here at the agency, but we bring people who come with novel ideas of new reactor technologies to improve performance, to reduce outage time, um, to to mitigate accidents. So this is a big issue that that, that we constantly do. Immediately after Fukushima, the IAEA member states have unanimously endorsed uh, what we call the Nuclear Safety Action Plan. So that's a key guide for us. It has been guiding our work in the last four years. And we have held a number of high level experts meetings uh, and the last of these in these series is just happening next week. Um, we are gathering hundreds of people to talk about specifically the role of R&D, research and development, in preventing possible accidents from you know, in the future. Very interesting. And then also regarding
0: regarding radioactive waste, also there are still issues and concerns that surround radioactive waste. Um, What can states do to alleviate these concerns
1: and how can the IAEA help with that? Uh, Radioactive waste is an issue that is technologically not an issue. It's mostly a politically, socially charged issue. Um, There are advanced countries, I can name Sweden, Finland, France, which are far advanced in building, building is probably a wrong word, but digging uh, deep geological repositories for their high level waste uh, or spent nuclear fuel, which is very, very radioactive. So they're digging about 600, 700 meters deep into the ground and in, in solid ground rock that has not moved in the past whatever million years, So the chances that it will move in the next few hundred thousand years is absolutely minimal. There are, again, other countries with just small inventories. They also have to take care of that. So waste is is technologically there uh, once acceptance issue is there. And the countries need to inform the the, the public more and more. And we are there to help as well that we can also... Um, overcome this challenge, not the technological challenge, but more the acceptance challenge.
0: Well, Ihan, thank you very much for joining me today.